Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It's been a while, and we've missed you. And we just wanted to welcome you back to the Low High Podcast. I'm Sele. And I'm Marcello. And like, let's get low high. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably wondering, what does it mean to get low high? We're we're wondering that too. I am at least. Yeah, we don't have... We do not have an answer, but we'll probably figure it out in a later episode. Yeah. But we've been gone for a while, so we're just going to do some general catching up. And what our last episode was like, what, February? Yeah, it was like actually a long time ago. Wow. And like the year's over in two months. Since our last episode, a bunch of stuff happened. The Queen of England died. That's a pretty big thing that happened. Yeah, that was mad. That's madness. That's actually not that crazy. Uh, looking back on it, she was really old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, yeah, it's not like it's not crazy that she died with everybody's reactions. Cause like, oh, because honestly, the queen had been like, bro, okay, so the queen had been old my entire life. So she's just kind of like one of those old people that's kind of like Betty White. They're like, you know, mm-hmm. in your heart that they're gonna like be able to go any day now, but like they're just kind of immortal in your mind yeah dude the thing the crazy part is like what's so whack is that you know england they still have like a monarchy so like she died everything literally shut down for like a full ass week they're like you're not allowed to drive your car like blah 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 all these weird oh, things like, like yeah no but do you know i you know how i found out the queen died oh my god bro yeah <laughs> we didn't tell the story um Oh my god, I was so annoyed because I woke up at like three in the afternoon that day and I look at my phone and the first thing I see is this I'm scrolling through through Twitter and I look at this picture and it's a mashup of the Queen's face with XXX Tentacion and they're like RIP Queen Elizabeth and I'm like this cannot be how I'm like, bro, the queen can't be dead. This cannot be how I find out. Dude, yeah. And then I looked, <laughs> I looked and I'm like, God, the queen. I'm like, wow. This is how I found out the queen was dead. I'm incredibly disappointed. That was like the best but, text I ever got for you. Cause it's like two days later. And, <laughs> and you just found out, bro. It's so funny. God, I was, bro, I was sick, honestly. <laughs> and no, uh, Obviously, I missed like the bulk of the really funny stuff, but like, I'm not gonna lie. The way that Irish people were celebrating after the queen passed away, dog, that was hill. That was hilarious. I am so sorry. Like, yeah. anybody in the UK, like anybody in the UK who listens to this, we have no problem with you. Well, not really, but like, no, <laughs> it was like really sad shit. And it was just like fucking New Year's Eve parties. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. Like, literally, scrolling through Twitter was so insane because literally you'd see people having memorials to, like, literally two scrolls down. There's like a bunch of Irish people absolutely just destroying pints. Do you ever see the Lizzie's in a box hashtag? No. Dude, hashtag Lizzie's in a box. That shit took me out. What I was it? Not bug. Literally, because you know her name was Elizabeth, so they called her Lizzie. No. Lizzie's in a box. 
Is that your Lucy's in the box? And I'm like, dog. I'm like, dog, bro. She hasn't even been dead a day. Oh, dude. No, bro. That's that's fucking hysterical. That's nah, fucking. Hysterical, Lizzie's in a box. Oh, bro. That's a band name. That's a great band. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie's in the box dominates the UK charts. Oh my god, dude! I was I was no. honestly shocked to find out that so many people like seriously disliked her. Like country, like I didn't know it was like, you know, because you're kind of just like, oh, you know, in America at least, like, oh, it's the queen. She's cool. She's old. Whatever. But like, it was it was kind of I was shocked because I, I was scrolling through Twitter too, right? You know, catching up on all the news. Yeah, and like I saw it was some quote. It was like you know. It's like something about you know Queen Elizabeth's death. It's like fucking like bury her with garlic and like put a stake through her to make sure she doesn't come back. I was like, yo, yo, what? <laughs> I was like, wait a second, like that's a really hot take. And then I found out that like all of Ireland and Scotland fucking hates her. <laughs> oh, bro, no, it was crazy because I knew people didn't fuck with the Queen. But see, I thought it was more people didn't fuck with England more than like people didn't fuck with the Queen because no. there was like a lot of this. It's the Queen. Because no, there was like, a lot of like there was a lot of discourse that was happening. They're like, oh, people shouldn't be celebrating the Queen's death. She wasn't responsible for the British monarchy and their terrible actions. And some people are replying like, bro, she literally was the British monarchy. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I and, can't speak on how the whole British power monarchy works. Like, I don't know. See, I really, I really don't know how it works too, and like that's why I've tried to reserve my opinions, and that's why I didn't tweet anything crazy. But people were, oh my god, no, they're okay. So I do not know if you, you are familiar with Doctor Umar Johnson. No. Doctor Umar is a pan-Africanist. He is a very outspoken individual, mm-hmm. and apparently. He was having a, um, I don't know, an event in the UK a little bit after the Queen died. And like watching the videos, he's like, <laughs> like he was acting like he was acting out, bro. Because he was like, I heard that the Queen died and I wanted to check on my brothers and sisters in the UK and how they were <laughs> reacting. And he said, and I saw people crying and I couldn't believe it. He's like, bro, he's like, I saw, he saw, he said he saw a black lady crying in front of Buckingham Palace and they had to like pull her away. He's like, dude, you're crying in front of a palace you'd never get let into in your life. Like what? <laughs> and like, and like, ah, uh. <laughs> bro, that's, funny. I am trying, like, it's funny, but like, I'm trying so hard to be careful about what I say. Because like all the all the really funny stuff, that's it. When dude, it was absolutely atrocious. I actually saw like I actually saw the queen in real life in like person. What? When? Yeah, when I was I was visiting the palace, right? You know, I was I was in London with my mother, and she's like, "Let's just wait around like the palace for another whatever a few minutes." And like the queen, like you know, she drives by, she like the whole wave thing i was like that's kind of crazy you know i guess you don't see that every day it's like the queen <laughs> so yeah that's my personal connection with the queen so i was deeply deeply sorrow like sad i like felt like i lost a part of me that day um when she died <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, like I know the the queen like waving at you must have been a moment that impacted your entire life. I completely understand. I honestly didn't because like of course it's so like she's like the queen, right? So it was like she was waving. It, it could have really been her like doppelganger. I'm sure she has a double. Like, you know, she didn't roll the window down. If she rolled the window down, I would definitely assume that was like a fake queen, because like that's just, you know, open season. You know, I'm just like a, you know, I'm <laughs> thinking from a safety standpoint. I don't know. So, uh, bro, I saw. No, I saw. Oh my god! All right, so you know how she had her funeral, right? And they were talking about how so many <laughs> world leaders would be attending the funeral. Mm-hmm. And some dude was like, you know, if this had been back in the day. This funeral would have been an open goalpost for Al Qaeda, and I'm like, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Like, bro, I had to take, like, a deep breath after I read that tweet because I'm like, bro, what are you even? I'm like, I like, like, I understand, but, like, where did that come from? I like the back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> 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 bro, said back in the day, bro. He's like, nah, Uncle Osama wouldn't have let this slide. <laughs> <laughs> like, missed opportunities. Okay, wait, wait. Something like kind of crazy. I was I was watching a podcast. It's kind of podcast meta. Um, and these people were talking about like traveling affordably. And this one dude, he literally books all of his traveling trips. He goes like based off the news. So if there was like a terrorist attack somewhere or like a kind of crazy random act of violence, he would go there like two or three days later. Like that's how he booked his trips. Is it because like right after something terrible happens, tickets get really cheap? Everything gets super affordable. Apparently the security, oh. <laughs> the security is fantastic. And like, you just get like, it's a lot more because people, I don't know. It, it sounds kind of morbid, right? But he's like, it's not, he's like, it's not because of that. It's just like, you know, the horse already left the wagon. Like, I think that was like literally what he said. It's like, you know, the bad shit already happened. And oh this is like, God. I could go there. He's like, I stayed in a $300 hotel, like a $300 a night hotel for 33 bucks. And I went on the bus. I was mm. the only one on the bus. I got a, a five fucking tour of wherever. Cause some girl, like two girls got their throats slit on the street. Like the two days before. Yo, whoa, yeah. whoa. No, it's crazy shit. It's not like you're like, it's, it's like he literally goes, he's been like all over the world because there's some crazy incident like that. And he's like, yo, time to book my tickets. <laughs> yo, no, but this dude, man might've actually hacked the system. He did. And I like, okay. So, you know, we went to Marist college. There was that shooting at like the Mar, like in upstate New York, right? Like someone was shot in a hotel during family weekend. Oh yeah. Wait, well, I didn't know the hotel was like in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. It was like, it was like families visiting the fucking school. It's really unfortunate. Like, yeah, it was like the Marriott, like right by our school. Um, oh, bro, that's fucked up. Cause like I used to stay there like a bunch. That's yeah. Crazy. No, it is really crazy. It's actually, I mean, like, yeah, it's just, it is a really strange concept. But dude, yeah, definitely like onto a, a lighter, a slighter, lighter topic. Uh, you mm-hmm. were in Florida. <laughs> 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 I, I was in florida um i heard it was a little windy there 
I'm being oh, like the worst person tonight, bro. <laughs> uh, nah, bro. We had we really didn't have some crazy weather up in there, bro. It's like a so, bad time to fly a kite, dude. No, it was crazy, right? Because we, me and my family, we go to Orlando like all the time, all the time, and mm-hmm. we're staying there and we're planning to leave on Thursday, right? And it's Tuesday. And we and that's when the news is like, yo, so this hurricane is going to hit Orlando on Thursday. And we're like, huh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So so me and my brother, we called American Airlines to be like, yo, so there's this hurricane coming. So we might need to move our flight. It turns out these people had already canceled our flight. Bro, I feel like they fully assumed that we were just gonna die. So they just canceled the flight and didn't tell us. No. And, bro, I was like, I could not believe the audacity of these people. Because. I mean, they weren't flying shit in or out of there, I guess, right? Oh, no, like the whole airport, like everything got closed down. But, like, it was really interesting because I learned about the Waffle House Index. Whoa. What's that? Okay, so apparently this is a real thing. This is how the U.S. government (laughs) figures out how badly a natural disaster is going to be based on whether or not Waffle House is open. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. I I I know this sounds fake, but this is 100% true. No, I'm taking you so seriously right now. Bro, like the world is so fucking strange because they're like, okay, because I've never been to Waffle House. It's all right. But yeah, the food is just all right from what I've heard. It's like definitely but one of those the, places that just does not close. So yeah, no, they're like Waffle House does not close. They said that there's, they said that for the Waffle House index, there's three categories. Category green, Waffle House is open and serving their full menu. That means everything is fine. Then there's yellow. Waffle House is serving their limited for disasters menu. What does that mean? And then, then apparently Waffle House has like a limited menu for when like natural disasters are occurring and shit. And people just kind of have to like chill at Waffle House for a while. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then there's red, which means Waffle House is closed, which means shit is absolutely fucked. Like that's so that's the scale. If the Waffle House is closed, there's no escape. You've got no you've got no solutions. Like just pray. Oh my god. The Waffle House index. This is a fucking real thing. I, I mean I know you're not lying. I'm just like I I'm looking it up. And there's a Wikipedia <laughs> article. It's a Wikipedia article that Dog. came straight up. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, oh, oh it was- okay. If you get there and Waffle House is closed, that's really bad. Quote from Craig Fugate, the former head of Federal Emergency Management Agency. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> Oh my god, this man said nah, dog. If Waffle, if Waffle House is closed, it's over. Wait, no. Sully, so, so this is fascinating. This is like they literally, did they partner with the government? 
Like, I want to know how is, did they partner with the government? Like, this is a how real thing. Come? They have a disaster menu ready for each storm. They have okay, okay. For they have a no water menu. They have what? a no power menu, which you're somehow getting a sausage, egg, cheese, and a hash brown bowl. So it's probably going to be cold. They have an emergency menu. Still taxed. Of course. And then they have their normal menu. Whoa. Dog. No water, no power. And they still bro and that's and that bitch is still gonna be open. I want like bro. Waffle House, Florida, and now it's like coming up with a bunch of stuff about Hurricane Ian. <laughs> like this is so strange. Bro. All right, you know what though? This is good as shit to know. Cause like what when the nukes when the nukes fall, I'm getting like a hash brown. <laughs> it's just like literally I'm, I'm heading to the nearest waffle house to be like, alright. Then we're opening up the nuclear fallout shelter in like the next fifteen minutes. Anybody want a bacon, egg, and cheese? And I'll be like, Yo, absolutely. Dude, what do you think the vibes are like in there? Bro, in my <laughs> like, waffle house. In disaster times. Bro, honestly, from what I've heard about Waffle Houses in general, I think it's just low-key exactly the same. <laughs> it's probably so chill. It's pr- like, because what during a natural disaster is like, are you just like, yeah, I'm going to go to Waffle House. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, only people who are built different are like, you know what would be a fucking lit right now? The Waffle House. <laughs> Dude. Oh my god! Make us, man. Like, just imagine, bro. That would that would make a great movie. Like a natural disaster comes, and a group of like mis- or like a group of strangers band together to make it to Waffle House before the hurricane hits. Like, okay. Second question: Like, who makes the call? Who decides the codes? Like, who decides that it's time for the Waffle House to enter category yellow? <laughs> yeah, like, or red. Is it just the local manager? Or is it Dude, like, that's a, do they have a bro, Waffle have House a, weather, like, natural disaster team? Bro, does corporate give everybody, like, a special phone? They're like, all right, when shit gets real, dial this number. <laughs> Press this button. <laughs> Insane. Dude, this imagine bro waffle house has like their own seal team six that they send to rescue the staff from extreme weather situations i have so much more respect for waffle house now like Like, literally that's actually doing a certain like literally when you think about it in like in a place of natural disaster if there's a waffle house around like people can actually go get food that's fucking crazy even if there's no water, they can get salty ass food that's just going to hydrate. <laughs> they were like, can I get a Diet Coke? They're like, yep, but no water though. Yeah. Bro. Dude, imagine being the motherfucker whose restaurant is open across the street from Waffle House. The hurricane hits. Your livelihood is absolutely destroyed. You're crying in front of your restaurant. You just turn around and standing defiant completely open waffle house yeah they're probably built to like withstand a category five <laughs> 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 and they're indestructible 
<laughs> Waffle House structures. Dude, literally the entirety of Florida gets wiped off the oh map. All that's God. left is a bunch of Waffle Houses. Dude, they probably have crazy protocol. They like the motherfucker who pitched that to like Waffle House, just like guys. <clears throat> when shit hits, like when the earth is literally falling apart, when like disaster strikes, and they're like probably, you know, the guys, the board's probably like, what is this, like an Avengers movie? It's just like, we will be open. Like, no matter what happens, like, we'll always be open. Like, zombies, the, the nuclear, like, you know, hurricanes, like, we're not closing. Um, and we're going to serve waffles. Even when there's Absolutely. no water. <laughs> How will we, how will you make the batter without water? We'll figure it out. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm like even freaked out now to get like what like they just have these flapjacks they microwave like that's how it's horrible. But they're, they're gonna be open though. That's <laughs> that you know. <laughs> yeah, I get that's true. Like I'm not even thinking. I'm thinking from a non-natural disaster standpoint. It's like the same as like who does the hot and ready pizza, Little Caesars. Like, yeah, Little Caesars, they're like, okay, yo, your pizza is hot and it's ready. They're like, okay, is it good, though? Like, I said it's hot <laughs> and it's ready. Like, <laughs> they didn't say anything else, dog. Just take your pizza and go home. Yeah, bro, it's warm and ready. Like, it's here for you. That's comedy. Bro, I, like, I remember when the Batman came out earlier this year and they had that <laughs> Batman calzone pizza thing. And I was like, nah, I have to get this. It looks so ridiculous. I have to get it. Did it taste like vengeance? <laughs> it was hot and it was ready. That's all I can say. What does that mean? That's all I can say. Oh, man. Oh, like such a weird combo. Yeah, I know we make pizza, but like the Batman, the Batman, Riddle, bro. Like, no, I remember. I can't remember some restaurant in Asia. I think was it like a limited run of Burger King or McDonald's where they had like that all black Batman burger, and I'm like, mm. bro, because honestly, that's the only reason I want to travel around the world is just to eat a bunch of fast food from different places. Because people are like, oh, why would you go to like Korea or something and just eat their McDonald's? I'm like, bitch, because this McDonald's tastes amazing. What the fuck are you talking about? Dude, the McDonald's in uh, pretty much every other country besides America is actually mut like it's substantial, like substantially better right. food. It's different ingredients entirely. Right. Now, when I was a kid, my parents went to Dubai and they brought back this thing from like McDonald's in Dubai called the Mac the Mac Arabia. Yeah. And dog, that shit changed. That shit changed my life. That's a mate. I'm like, I'm not even surprised, dude. That actually sounds fantastic. Like, bro, the name is so good. The Macarabia, yeah, it's fire. The Macarabia. They're like, nah. The person, bro, the dude in the the fucking dude who's probably named Mohammed or something who came up with that in the McDonald's shareholder meeting. Nah, you know that man is swimming in cash to this day. I hope so. Dude, uh, just a quick like side question. Actually, no, no. I have more. I have more questions about like McDonald's. Um, and so, like, what country do you think has the best McDonald's? Ooh, that's a tough question. I've only been to McDonald's in like a couple places. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
McDonald's in all right so i went when i was a kid i went to france with my family and we went to they had this mcdonald's in disneyland in paris and they had these happy meals where not only were the burgers really good they had they'd give you one of the dragon ball z movies on dvd with the happy meal what the fuck the the only problem is that it was entirely in French, but I watched, but I watched the whole thing anyway, multiple times. I don't blame you. Wait, what? It's like, Bro. Yo, <laughs> you want a movie with your Happy Meal? Like, like I don't think I've time. ever had a, like I don't think I've ever had a Happy Meal go that hard in my entire life. Dude, just like going Super Saiyan eating the burger. Dude, I've heard that like McDonald's in Asia is really crazy too, but I've also heard that their Popeyes is insane. Oh shit. I can imagine the food in Asia is probably like pretty stellar. Dude, because do you remember that? Bro, people in America were killing each other over the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you remember we tried that? Well, you tried it and like I had like the biscuits. Oh, dude, I remember that. Okay, so we drove over two Popeyes because I'm like dog because he was asking like yo have you tried the sugar sandwich I'm like no he's like you want to go to Popeyes I'm like absolutely and I try it and I'm like okay so I personally wouldn't kill somebody over this sandwich but I understand (laughs) people were literally getting stabbed over that sandwich I'm not gonna lie it's a pretty good sandwich They're just but like, no, how I good should that. we make it? Like, good enough that they're actually gonna kill each other for it? Like, <laughs> the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Come on, you know you'd kill for less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like so a little bit, a little bit after we tried, I tried that Popeyes chicken sandwich. I see some YouTuber. He makes a video about Popeyes in Korea. And how they have seven different kinds of chicken sandwiches. And I'm like, and like, bro, the absolute whiplash that hit me. Because I'm like, dude, if they ever introduced any of these sandwiches to the States, it's going to become like Mad Max in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you're going to see people just banding together, forming little tribes. The only real currency will be water and Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Dude, that's so crazy. Dude, I remember these two guys, they bought when the chicken sandwich, when people were still like craving it. These two guys, they bought up like every chicken sandwich in the Popeye's and they were trying to sell them on the street and nobody bought them because like, dude, why would I buy a Popeye's sandwich from some random ass dude on the street? (laughs) I was like, you know, my first thought was like, oh, yeah, because they're cold. And just, just like, no, in no context. You just be like, yeah. <laughs> it, reminds me of, bro, it reminds me of this time I was in New York and this crackhead tried to sell me fried fish. Mm. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> you said no? I, bro, I was like, nah, boss, I'm good. Because I was trying to buy some, like, food from like, the halal cart. This man pulls up. And he was like Jamaican too, so this strong guy Jamaican accent. Fried fish, fried fish, twenty-five cents. And I'm like, dog. Twenty-five cents. It's like, like literally, no, like it was twenty-five cents per fish. That's a red flag. There's like a whole, oh, massive red flag. And like, it's like three a.m. I'm already kind of fucking wasted. 
and I had, to, I had to wait for my friend who ended up getting lost. So I was waiting for him by the halal cart. So I grabbed myself a sandwich. This dude is like pulling up. I'm just trying to make conversations with these other people who were there because I'm feeling nervous as hell because I don't want to talk to this crackhead. Mm. And I'm like, all right, I'm trying to head out. And he's like, yeah, you better get out because you're giving me a fucking headache, bro. And I'm like, ooh, Whoa. I don't like that. <laughs> so I just speed, I fucking speed walk back to my hotel. Oh, that's so rude. <laughs> that's so Oh, rude. man, this dude was... This dude was like a crackhead living on the street, bro. His life is rough. That's true. That's true. And he, he, he's just trying to peddle his fried fish, bro. I can't. I gotta respect the hustle, actually. Yeah. But what's like the best? What do you think is the best fast food place? Dude, see, like I haven't had fast food in so long, so I can't even be asked this question, to be honest. You know, because I'm like vegan and whatever. And like, let me tell you, no place has good vegan. Like, there's no fast food place that has anything good. Like, they've all tried it with the fake burgers and shit. I'd actually rather eat my socks. <laughs> it's hard. <horrible. laughs> Dude, I had that thing from Burger King, that th- the Impossible Whopper, bro. Yeah. That tasted so terrible, so bad. No, it's not. Like, and I feel like, okay, so like, you know, they're using like Beyond Meat and Impossible Meat. And like, I have to say, like, you know, you buy that shit from the store, it's actually not, it's actually good. But like, when you get it from, <laughs> yeah, it's just not good, bro. It's horrible. Right. You cop that shit from Burger King and you're like, dude, what is this? Is this horse meat dog? Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely fucking weird. I feel like there's some stuff that like I feel like mm, it's impossible to fuck up but restaurants still manage to fuck it up which is really crazy to me alright like what are you thinking like fries I thought like there was a point in my life where I thought fries were like impossible to fuck up good answer good answer but the last time I went to Burger King that was April like April or March I got the fries and like dude they legitimately tasted like cardboard and I like could not be- I could not believe it are you like a soft fry or like a crunchy fry guy I'm a crunch I'm like a crunchy fry guy because like, listen, who's not the best like the best crunchy fries are always soft in the middle that's like the sweet yes. spot right yes I don't know why people prefer soggy fries. Bro, anybody who likes soggy fries, I'm sorry, but I'm instantly going to suspect you of being a serial killer. They, yes. Thank you. Because, like, why? Well, for what reason? Like, you just want the fries to mush in your mouth. Just, like, get some mashed potatoes or something. Uh, that's disgusting. Uh, bro. <laughs> bro. Speaking of, like potatoes and stuff like so you know how there's like stuff that you can never expect the fast food places to fuck up mm-hmm. I feel like there's also like in every family families who do like family reunions and stuff like that there's always that one person who cooks for the family gathering mm-hmm. and they've already like they've, they've already got it down to a science and if anybody tries to replace them it's instantly noticeable mm-hmm I was listening to this podcast a while back and these two, this guy, he called in 
and he explained to them how his grandmother had passed away and how during thanksgiving she was always the one who made the potato salad oh damn (laughs) well that's an iconic meal or a place bro i feel like make like bro if somebody's because i'm not a huge fan of potato salad in general but if somebody's figured out how to make good potato salad like you can't you can't stand where they stood bro no like it's too big of a responsibility yeah so he's calling he's telling them like his grandma passed and then the opening for somebody to take care of the potato salad opened up and one of his cousins tried to step in and it was just apparently an absolute disaster oh that's so rough literally disappointing your grandma like literally bro like you can't like i feel like that's a thing i'm glad i don't have like family bar like we don't my family we don't really have like family like cookouts or anything because like dude if i had to cook anything i would absolutely disappoint everybody (laughs) dude my uh my grandmother so my nona she like She's a very good cook overall, but like one thing that she cooks, it's like linguine and clam sauce. For some reason, like no matter who tries it, it's everyone says like the best fucking linguine and clam sauce they've ever had in their life. And um, I'm really scared when I'm going to need to start cooking that because like that's just I don't think I could do it. You know, it's like that's actually something where I, I wouldn't. I'd be like, no, you're fucking crazy. Like, you cook it. I'm not getting, I'm not taking the heat for this one. Oof. That's like, bro, that's so tough to do. Because, bro, the grandma's, bro, grandma's food is an institution, bro. Like, it's unshakable for so many reasons. Dude, you know what? I think, like, a big part that I, and I'm being serious here, like, you know, like, something that I actually think goes into, like, grandparents cooking that just makes it so much better. It's like, this is going to sound kind of crazy. I actually think like the love they put into it just makes it fucking taste better. And (laughs) I know that's like, I know that sounds kind of corny or cliche, but like, I love, like, I actually like one thing I could literally do all day is like, just make pancakes. Like, I don't even make my own batter. Like, I'm not even good at like, I'm not good like that. Whenever I try to make my own batter, I just make like sweet bread. It's horrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, seriously. I just use the fucking batter from the box, but like, I just love doing it so much. And I'm like, dude, these pancakes are just gonna slap. That's literally what I like think to myself every time I make pancakes. And everybody's like, yo, your pancakes are fire. And I think it's just because of the love I put into it. Which brings me to my my argument that I actually think grandparents cooking, they're just like, my little kid's gonna love this so much. Salt and oil, like, you know, no, don't measure fucking <laughs> shit. You just put it in there. I completely understand where you're coming from. All of the best cooking, there is no recipe involved. It's absolutely just vibes. Yeah. Because like, bro, for for example, when I'm seasoning chicken or steak, I do not measure shit. I literally just wait for the spirits to tell me that is enough, my son. (laughs) Literally. A gentle whisper. <laughs> Just waiting for the ancestors to put their hand on my shoulder. Niggas, <laughs> <laughs> nah. People, people are like, nah. I follow the recipe exactly, and their food tastes like ass. And I'm like, dog. Mm. Like you can just put a, you can put a little more salt in there. It's okay. Yeah, a little more, dude. I uh, 
I remember that one time, like I, it was your, I think it was your cousins. It was your uncle and your aunt. And like dropped yeah, off. Yeah. And um, I had like the, like the first ever Nigerian food I ever tried. So I, I'm sure it was like American Nigerian. It was like that. It was the pasta with the shrimp. Yeah. You remember? Um, I do remember. <laughs> dude, no, I like, I just want to say like, I, I really liked it. It was just like really spicy for, for me. But um, I just want to say I appreciate that experience. Like I had, I enjoyed like trying it. I never got to try food. Like I like that's so cool that like the first, like my first ever like Nigerian food I got to try was like actually from like a home cooked thing. So that's just kind of sick. Nah, bro. Like they were really loving their cooking, bro. Yeah, they were. And like a quarter, they were impressed because they thought you really ate the whole. No, (laughs) bro. It's okay, like like um right i'm just a white boy i don't even season my rice i like straight no, up you got you like you just gotta you can start small bro it's I, a little bit of salt in your i rice, started I seasoning the rice i promise bro but like <laughs> like I, I took like a few bites and i have to say like it tasted fantastic i was like wow this is really good and like I remember, they literally handed me two bottles of water before, and I was like, I don't know, this is probably <laughs> this is probably OD. Um, and then like after three bites, it really kicked in, like the heat, like immediately. <laughs> yeah, I did though. We like, I mean, you championed it. Like we we snuck the food onto Sele's plate. He finished it. They thought I ate it. They offered me right, seconds, we and I was like, I'm okay. You know, he's got, I'm like, nah, he's gotta go home. <laughs> right, uh, it was so, it was like something out of a movie because my aunt, my like my aunt and uncle turned around. I'm like, okay, yeah, put it on my plate, put it on my plate. Like, yeah, are you sure? I'm like, bro, if you eat this, you will die. Give it to me. Yeah, it was so good, bro. My my mouth burned for like 40 minutes after that, though. Dude, no, because like there's a point where, dude, you were literally like, I'm like, dude, you want me to take it? I'm like, he was like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, bro, you are not good. Right <laughs> I was trying so hard. <laughs> No, no. no fire though no. fire it's like i definitely would need to work my way up the spice like because nah. just none of the food like no like italian food's not really spicy so like it's just i don't have any tolerance for heat no i understand but like because i remember i had like spicy rigatoni for the first time from like this italian place and i'm like bro this is spicy yeah exactly it's not it's not. It's actually when my brother was in college. He had this friend from Turkmenistan. And my mom came over to visit my brother and she cooked jollof rice from for them. Mm. And this it was so good. This this guy, he's eating the jollof rice. He's sweating. Like he's sweating <laughs> a lot. Like he's sweating a lot. And everybody's like, dude, are you good? He's like, he's like, bro, I'm great. And he just keeps <laughs> eating and keeps sweating. <laughs> just keep sweating. He's <laughs> like, yo, I'm the power, great. yo, I'm great. <laughs> the power of your par- of like parents cooking cannot be underestimated, bro. No, you know what? Like, now nah, that's it. Like, officially, next time I eat with you guys, I'm fucking whole plate. Let's go down, bro. He's, going, he's fucking up the whole plate. I, like you, you've heard it here first. You heard it here. Though. I'm dead ass. Have you ever heard about this children's book? Go to fuck, go the fuck to sleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's this is children's book called Go the Fuck to Sleep. It's a children's book made for parents, but 
the thing is there's an audiobook mm-hmm. don't go the fuck to sleep and it is narrated by samuel L. jackson no it's not yes it is and it's one of the best things i've ever heard in my life like it's so funny oh it's just like motherfucker i don't know that is, i don't know if it's copyrighted oh my god i would die i hope somebody reads yep. that to me to go to sleep one night or plays the audiobook <laughs> You're just like actually nodding off peacefully, and then you just hear like, "I'm tired of all these motherfuckers <laughs> staying awake, bro, all these goddamn they're... adults." Well, <laughs> we've got like a reading by Samuel L. Jackson, one by Jennifer Garner, and one by Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yep. They should do like, um, what's his name, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> should read it. Oh, bro. Wait, do you know uh, the Minecraft guy? What's his name? Because you're oh. talking about voices. The Minecraft guy, Dream? Yeah, that poor guy. Oh, bro. Like, <sighs> so rough. That What happened to that man was so rough. Dream, because... I just gotta say, bro, like, you look so average. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Come at you like that. Oh, my God. Like, you're oh. definitely, like, you're so passable, bro. It's, like, cool. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> bro, he, he's, like, a huge celebrity. He's not like he's ever going to hear this. But Dream, listen to me. I fully support you, bro. You're perfect the way that you are. Because, dude, do you understand how absolutely fucking foul it is? <laughs> to do a face reveal and then he's ugly starts trending on Twitter bro (laughs) (laughs) oh my god bro like I'm literally I have to wish that man the best because dude I could not recover from some shit like that dude I felt so oh you literally build an audience of like like he was huge and then he does a fucking face reveal and he's seriously not he's, he's actually not ugly like I don't think he's ugly that's the thing he's like he's a normal looking guy bro yeah I guess he just had a voice everyone like was like thinking that he would be like just like just to get everybody Chad, just, like super sexy bro, or everybody, like bro everybody must have thought that this man was like literally like 12 feet tall yeah. had, had an 8 pack like absolutely fucking shredded and I'm like oh you see his face reveal. I'm like, oh, he looks like a guy who makes Minecraft videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like exactly what you'd expect. No, but honestly, it's so rude. Like, I cannot believe that he was like, uh, that's rough. That's so Man. rough. Honestly, just a moment of silence for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, bro, I'm still seeing, <laughs> I'm still seeing the tweets, dude. It's horrible. And it's <laughs> now, the internet over the past, I think, two weeks, has given us a lot. <laughs> okay, have you watched She-Hulk? Bro, I have been watching She-Hulk. Did you watch the last episode? Um, I did not watch the last episode dog 
I'm sorry. No, like it's all right because I've only watched like a couple of the episodes, but I wanted to watch it just for my boy Daredevil. Oh, he's in it. Yeah, bro. Oh, he absolutely, oh. fuck, he absolutely fucking killed it. Let's go. I've I've been enjoying <laughs> the show to be honest. Like I thought it was pretty cool. I think it's pretty good. A lot of people are just fucking mad. Yeah, because like I feel like She Hulk does this thing where it's like kind of meta about oh. Uh, people a bunch of like losers being mad about like a female superhero and like it's crazy because that's kind of cringe but then when it may but when losers in real life start getting mad about a show with a female superhero it starts it, start, it gets kind of funny i can't lie yeah you know i completely like i think this it's a like it's like a light-hearted it's a semi-satirical show like it's just great how people are reacting to it like like how how could they do this like I saw some dude posted this whole thread, you know, because she like can control her anger and she like gets it way quicker than like the whole. Oh, I guess we're kind of spoiling it. Actually, that's in the first episode. We're not spoiling shit. You know, like she like gets it really quickly and she's like, you know, I can control my anger. Like I can turn in and out of Hulk, when, you know, She Hulk whenever I want to. And he's yeah. like, how did you do that? And she's like, you know, it's just so hard for me because I'm a girl. Like I, have, you know, I get catcalled all the time. And someone wrote like a whole, like I swear to God, is like a dissertation. It's like in this universe, you know, like Hulk, like watched both of his parents die, like in his, like right before him, and like she's talking to him about, like you know, like what it means to be in pain. Or I was like, dude, it's like a single line. Just move on from it. It's not even that deep at all. Like, bro, I feel like Marvel has become like Marvel shows are just so like ingrained in culture now because mm-hmm. of like we had the whole MCU growing up. People take this stuff way too personally. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, dude, Black Panther 2, like, is it the second or the next Black Panther movie looks fucking super stellar. Like, I'm stoked to watch that Bro. shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Okay. What time? How how long are we into this fucking episode? Okay. I'm, I'm down to go, though. Let's go. Like, what are you, what are you bringing up? All right. I'm not even going to lie to you. What I'm about to say has not been approved by the Walt Disney Corporation. The hype that that people were acting up, but wait, 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 niggas were acting when the first Black Panther came out. I'm sorry, but that shit was so fucking funny because I, <laughs> bro, I like, do you know it? Like, bro, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you'd see the humor in it because obviously it must have been like a significant cultural event. But dude, I was seeing people. I was in just in the movie theater just seeing people in full African garb and you're like yeah bro can I get three tickets to Black Panther and dude like I couldn't like bro I legitimately couldn't breathe because I'm like cause don't get me wrong I did it too me and like the black student union in our school we all dressed up we went to go see Black Panther it was a cultural moment but honestly when I was seeing the movie I'm like dog (laughs) it's a good movie but I feel like dressing up this nice was a little bit too much. I'm like, I'm holding it back so hard right now, bro. Because, bro, because people dressing up for Black Panther had the exact same energy as people dressing up for that fucking Minions movie, bro. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, when you said it at first, I was like. 
adds up, right? Like, that's fucking sick. And then I immediately thought of all the motherfuckers going to see the Minions movie. Uh, <laughs> that's a rough comparison. I like, dude. I like, dude. No, it's like super, it gets ultra funny because you leave the you leave the movie theater and you see like seven white dudes going Wakanda forever. And like, <laughs> like, dog. I honestly, I legitimately wish I could go back to that moment in time because I did not laugh at people anywhere near as hard as I should have because that shit was so, it was so good because I feel like it was one of those cultural moments where you get to have both because you got to see people like really experience what it was like to have like a black superhero for the first time, you know, if you don't count Blade mm-hmm. or like that. <laughs> Like widespread pre- in Marvel, I- like I know what you're saying. Yeah, and like, Blade's legit though. <laughs> a bunch because it was super funny because we had the whole sense of discourse like oh, white people being like, oh, why well, this doesn't matter if you don't care. Like Blade has already happened. This is not the first black superhero, and yeah, people are like, oh my god, this is like a full cultural reset. And then you had me who was like, dog, this shit is funny as hell. I'm still gonna see this movie though. Because, like, bro, like, I'm sorry. Like, you're watching... Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, like, bro, I love that movie. Like, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. He did a great job. But, like, dude, people were like... <laughs> because of the tweets. Bro, the discourse that Black Panther, like, ignited on Twitter was fucking legendary. Because they're like... People were, talk- people were talking about how this brings them back to their African roots, but yet not a single scene of this movie was filmed in Africa. That was what took me down the rabbit hole because I laughed immediately I saw it. <laughs> and like, dude, Wakanda forever. Like, I am very excited to see it. But I personally think that the decision to make Namor like this kind of like Central American god figure was kind of weird. Mm. But at the same time, I understand why they didn't make him white because if they did, they would have been like it would have been like a straight up race war in a Disney movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I could understand why they did why they didn't need that right now, dude. But uh. That's already like they're getting a real life race war with um, the Little Mermaid instead. So like, there's. Oh my god, bro! Like I completely forgot about that. I don't even understand, bro. It's like, I literally there's literally a dude, a, like a someone was like, there's no like scientifically, it's very illogical for a mermaid skin to be black because they're so so down so deep down in the ocean that like you know like those are paler fish and i'm like you're really using scientific fucking evidence to reference a mermaid like first off that distracts your whole conversation is a fucking mermaid like dog <laughs> mermaids aren't real <laughs> well, are you applying science to a fucking mermaid and like if anything she should be like fucking translucent transparent whatever the fuck it is yeah bro she should be like honestly i genuinely could not give a fuck what color it's a skin the mermaid was i do not care i don't care Bro. at all like i really don't give a fuck because the thing is dude i'm not gonna see that movie because it's a disney remake i'm gonna watch disney it remakes have all looked pretty fucking ugly so i haven't like seen any of them i'm gonna so watch I've got it no plans. you're gonna watch it 
Yeah, we're gonna watch it together. It's a date. <laughs> oh god. Well, I guess I guess I gotta watch it now. Yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be real. Um, wait, what's it? Oh, there was something else in the movie realm. I lost it. Well, bro, after the Daredevil episode in She-Hulk, some dude tried starting this hashtag called not hashtag not my daredevil and i'm like oh my god like i had to like bro i'm like dog why and they were like daredevil is happy and interacting with women and i can't relate and i was like dog you didn't it's like bro you did not need to expose yourself like that yeah. on the internet oh my god he wrote that's, that's very transparent <laughs> Because like if you, you because they could have just said oh the way he's acting isn't blah blah with the character. These people like they're literally like I can't relate to this, and I'm like dog. Because have you ever seen like the Netflix show, like the Daredevil Netflix show? It's absolutely fantastic, bro. It might be the best Marvel show ever. But the thing is, the point is in that show that man, <laughs> bro, that man is absolutely in the trenches the entire fucking show. Yeah, it's dark, really, really well. Like done. literally. Yeah, he's like he's like in a terrible fucking place, and like he shows up in She-Hulk, and he's like happier, and he's grown as a person, and people are like, "Nah, this is not right. This is not what I want to see." Dude, he's probably. Yeah, that's I got now. I got. I'm excited to watch it. Like, I'm sure it's gonna be a pretty big difference, but. See, it's not like a huge difference. I feel like they really stay like true to like the character and stuff. It's just like, bro, She-Hulk isn't that kind of show, dog. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's like having a hard time. I guess that's that's the thing though, right? It's like when you have such fantastic... I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but like Marvel, I feel like is split into like the... We're still really classic superhero mo- Like they have three sections, I feel like now. It's like your classic superhero movie, right? They've definitely gone mm-hmm. the more comedic route, you know, with like Guardians of the Galaxy and like Thor. And they've also gone super dark with their shows and like, you know, kind of seeing where, you know, it's getting like a little heavier. Like I, I can't really, you can't really use Logan as an example, but like you kind of can. So like, I feel like they're definitely getting deeper. So like, yeah, can't, and they're all in the same fucking universe. So like have a good, have fun, like bouncing those characters around. It's going to be strange. Yeah. And like, I feel like people just haven't been able to accept that Marvel right now is just kind of in like a weird in-between place. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the MCU, when it first popped out, everything was, like, leading up to something. You knew that at some point it was going to be this big bad that you're going to fight. But, like, everybody's, like, bro, all the old heroes have kind of, like, retired. A couple people died. Like, everybody's just kind of trying to, like, live life right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> we're getting new characters and shit. Because, like, dude, most of the people who were watching this movie, these movies growing up, were, like, adults now with, like, jobs and we got to pay taxes, bro. Like, yeah, it's horrible. Taking that shit, like taking that shit too seriously. There's no point. Like literally, where, the, like I feel like we've gotten to a point where we've got better stuff to do than watch this stuff, and I feel like the quality kind of reflects people knowing that. Mm. That's actually a good. That's a good way to look at it. Because like, oh, there's all that fucking discourse around like the Miss Marvel show, and I'm like, it's a bunch of grown men. I was like, dude, this is like a show for like kids teenagers yeah. like kids and teenagers dog like why are you taking it so seriously 
I'm for it. Like, I, I think it's like kids shows. They're fucking important, to be honest. Like, Absolutely. Like, I feel like there are some kids shows that like were just like adult shows in disguise, like a regular show. Bro, fantastic. Dude, regular show was so amazing, but that shit was so, so, so strange. Mm-hmm. It's like I rewatched it recently and it's honestly better as an adult. Like it's just so good. Oh, absolutely. Like I can understand that completely. Because bro, some of the stuff that was going down in those those episodes, like, bro, <laughs> dude, there's like a that whole there's like a whole segment of some episodes where fucking Mordecai absolutely like staring holes into Margaret's cheeks. And this man, and I'm like, dog, this was on Cartoon Network. Yeah, dude, they had some questionable shit going on. I'm telling you, and like, dude, okay, a show that was like totally for more, like, just fantastic was the, I think it was, it's not Teen Titans Go, like the original Teen Titans show. It's kind of heavy bro, show. It was so, bro, heavy as hell, bro. Heavy as fuck. <laughs> it's like legit. It's a really legit show. Like, bro, rewatching it as an adult and realizing these are like a bunch of teenagers, and you see, like, bro, that dude Slade. Like, you see a Yo. grown man absolutely just beat, just like beating the brakes off a bunch of teenagers. I'm like, yo, dog, this mad. is not okay. It's mad. Okay, wait. Speaking on shows, did, did you see the new Cyberpunk, like Edge Runners? Did you yeah, yes, I did. That shit was beautiful. Oh my God. Dog. I, <laughs> I agree. I fucking loved that show. Like, and I realized too, like it wasn't, I feel like it wasn't even like a crazy, crazy anime. Like it, like, you know, like the dialogue was kind of like, it was kind of like, it just did what it had to do there, but they just rounded the show out so well. Cause it had everything you fucking needed in it. And bro, my heart at the end, like my emotions. Dogs. Bro, like literally the way the, the way the ending hit me. And it's so crazy how they like they literally foreshadow everything because it's like, dude, because they're not like, bro, they're like, bro, this is Night City. This is not like a place for happy endings. And it's like, dog, dude, it, <sighs> it was so fucking fantastic. What's crazy is it literally brought the cyberpunk like game like back to life. I think like they were at like 50,000 like daily active players and like to like 1.5 million. <laughs> like an anime Bro, did that. Like it's so fucking crazy because the launch of Cyberpunk is was such a massive fucking fumble on so many yeah. levels. Because dude, I remember <laughs> When it came out, some dude sounded like, bro, he was literally like, this was the only thing I had to look forward to in my life. And uh, this feels like a massive disappointment. What am I supposed to do? Like, people were taking it very, very badly. Uh, and, like, I thought, and I was like, damn, RIP Cyberpunk. But, like, now the game is back. They've announced, like, a new DLC. They've already announced a sequel. Like, dude. Awesome. I'm stoked. I'm stoked as fuck. Speaking like and Netflix, that was a Netflix original anime, and they did a good job. I'm super stoked on that because they, I'm pretty sure, recently they acquired the rights to something is killing the children, and they're gonna animate that shit. What? Yeah, bro. Like they have the rights to it, so like I'm after Cyberpunk. I have fucking high hopes, bro. Same. People who are listening, if anybody's listening, if you have not read a graphic novel called Something is Killing the Children, you absolutely should. Yeah, you Free seriously plug. should. It's not, it's not as, cr- like, 
scary as it sounds, to be honest. It's like, it's not like that. But this is not a heartwarming story. So just to prepare no, for yeah. that. Yeah, I just feel like <laughs> I literally went to the comic shop and I was like, you know, like literally today I went to get another volume of it. And I was like, yo, do you have a volume of like something's killing the children? And this mom like whips her head around at me so fast. <laughs> She's like, what in the sick fuck? Like, like, chill out. Hearing about like all these comic stuff like out of context can be crazy as hell. Because I don't know if you ever heard of Chainsaw Man. No. Bro, so Chainsaw. literally it's this manga and the it's the anime is about to come out. Bro, Chainsaw Man is like bro. Even when I think about it, like that shit is just so crazy for so many reasons. But I'm in Florida. We go to this store to buy some clothes, and these two little girls are talking, and one of them is like slightly older. She's explaining Chainsaw Man. It's like, all right, all right. So there's this guy, right? He can turn into Chainsaw Man. She's like, oh, what does Chainsaw Man do? She's like, yo, so a chainsaw comes out of his head, and I see like several people turn around to look at these kids, and I'm like, the future is in good hands. <laughs> Bro, I can't lie. I'm looking at the comics, and um, it looks. I'm looking at images online. It looks pretty fucking graphic. <laughs> I can't lie. Like no, that it's some pretty serious shit. I don't really think kids should be reading it, but like, no, here we are. Vibes. <laughs> what a crazy concept. <laughs> I cannot imagine just hearing that come out of like two kids, just two people at Macy's. Just like, you're about chainsaw man. Like little, I'm like, because literally the first thing that came to my mind was like, "Yo, where are your parents?" <laughs> yeah. Like these are you're about our Lord and Savior, Chainsaw Man. Is that <laughs> Chainsaw Man when you need Jesus? Nah, nah, bro. Well, I was uh, I was walking through the park, you know, the other day. So I live in New York City now. So like, there's parks, and um, <laughs> word. <laughs> And like this dude had like all these, you know, religious pamphlets. I was like, I obviously don't want to talk to him, but I'm kind of just an idiot. When someone like looks at me, I'm just a general decent human being. I look them right back in the face. And, you know, like obviously that opens me up to a lot of, you know, stuff like this. So he's like, you know, do you believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? And I was like. No, that's actually, I'm sorry. That is not what he said. The first thing out of his mouth, he was like, hey, what religion are you? I was like, I'm going to throw, huh. throw a curveball in here. I'm Jewish. And um, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, well, do you believe in Jesus? I said, I've heard of him. You know, he was a great carpenter. <laughs> 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 and he goes immediately without missing a beat, bro. Like, he's just like, well, you know, there's like facts that Jesus existed. And he like pulls up all these statistics, right? And he's showing me this pamphlet, you know, like, here's like, you know, how much, you know, historical evidence they have about Alexander the Great. Here's how much historical evidence they have about Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And every time he says Jesus, he always says our Lord and Savior and kind of looks at me. And he's like, (laughs) you know, they only mention like George Washington twice in history. Jesus is mentioned like 20 million times. So it's obvious. <laughs> <you know? laughs> <Yes. laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm like, this dude's attacking 
like this is so crazy because i was like no i'm jewish and i you know he like was like now i need to really convince this guy he was like hey you know like we all got to believe in something you should stop by the church boom i was like i'll burn if i go in there so i leave (laughs) (laughs) then i see these real jews walking by with yarmulkes like a group of four like you know so they're actually like they're you see them and you know they're jewish and i was so tempted to just like wait and just watch the interaction go down but i didn't um so you should you should have waited that's oh my (laughs) bro it's crazy nah dude it's crazy because like you know the bible and christianity they tell people oh yeah go forth and preach and like it's crazy because in new york you always see some dude with a microphone Mm-hmm. Just like absolutely blasting that Jesus is coming. And it's like, dog, I understand where you're coming from. Because, you know, Christian family and all that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, dude, this is like New York City. There's like so much shit going on here. I really like, I really think you should start smaller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're completely right. No one's like batting an eye. Like, bro. New, bro, New Yorkers are masters of ignoring stuff that's not their business. Mm-hmm. I was in New York for like 15 minutes, 15 minutes once. And I'd been there for 15 minutes and I saw two crackheads. Someone tried to sell me Adderall. And I saw a dude getting taken away from a smoke shop on a stretcher. And this, despite all of these very clearly, very public things happening very loudly, everyone around me, completely minded their business it's kind of like it's almost spooky right it's weird especially like if you walk into like sometimes you walk into like bodegas and shit in the city and like the owner just doesn't re- like the owner can like look you right in the eye and just like not regard you whatsoever like you're some yeah. spectral presence i'm like it's weird that is an actual like i guess that's a thing though it's um what's it called there's like there there's some studies about it it's just and it's kind of like people who live in cities you know like if you if you stopped to process everything that you saw going on you would just waste all of your brain power you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to like get across the street without like you know having like a bunch of interactions that you're logging so it's like they're really good actually at just like blocking things out you're just like completely ignoring shit and staying like on their mission or their direct path um, which was just a less fun version of saying what you said before. <laughs> no, it's crazy because like it really is like the concrete jungle because it's like an ecosystem. I I read this fucking like horror story a little while back. It was called the Neon God, and mm-hmm. the whole thing, the the whole concept is that it's urban. It's like urbanization, like as a virus that literally it's a it's like basically this phenomenon that turns entire like planets just into giant cities that's so cool wait that's such a fucking good idea no like it was like crazy like the whole idea is that it's like this virus that turns like planets into cities and these people they build like a multiversal like rail system to like try and escape it but it keeps like spreading outwards 
and it's like and like the author he explains that the whole idea of like behind the neon god the story is like this is supposed to be like the search for meaning and understanding in like these massive environments and like these cities that we live in because it's like a whole section of the story is like yo what exactly is a city and like oh it's a group of people living in a place doing all their activities like okay but like the only and it tries to explain the only meaning to a city is the meaning that the people living there give it and it was like kind of crazy i'm like really like shortening the explanation and not explaining it that great but it was really interesting to like think about no i'm like i'm fully in i'm down to because it's gonna look into that because it's weird to think about cities started as a thing of like necessity because people came together so that we could farm and when enough people came together and there was enough farming being done people could focus on other stuff Mm. and that concept kind of like grew over and over and over like it's weird like could we even like as we are now could we like live in a world without cities because you know we have towns we have like villages and stuff but it's like still the same it's all about communities but sit but like cities aren't exactly communities because they're all like so big and stretched out and the thing is that you can look when you go to new york you can see all these massive buildings but you have like no idea what most of them are even for bro bro damn i didn't even mean to get deep like that no but you, you did I'm like we're there now <laughs> <laughs> bro where did that even come from i don't even know no it's because i like i've been thinking about this right like i think that um you know like cities are super they're super cool and like i understand why they became a thing but it's also like i don't know why we place so much emphasis on them like societally it's like everyone wants to move to the city wants to be in the city and it's just like, it's just simply not as healthy as having more, you know, just like more rural lifestyles are just, they're more just like real, you know, you actually, I don't know. It's very interesting, but I like, I really like the idea of like cities as a plague, like as a virus. It's, yeah, no, it's really, it's a very interesting concept because like, what if, like, imagine if the entire world was just like one gigantic city. I feel like getting around would be like a lot easier though. But like, imagine if the entire world was a city with like no public transport. Oh like, that would be a fucking that would be a fucking nightmare. Hell no, dude! I just imagine like actually looking out and only seeing, like no, you know, no matter where you go, you're only to see concrete buildings. Be crazy. Like, dude, can you imagine like never seeing grass again? No, that would actually kill me. I uh, <clears throat> I did see like you know there's some interesting like you know there are some smaller cities you know like they're not like full like there's different like scales of city right but there's like smaller cities that actually have like just a ton of greens you know it's like there's like these fucking buildings and there's these fucking trees that are just as tall as them and like that's pretty cool like that's probably the healthiest version of a city we can have <clears throat> but some people be like, yo, it's just not it's ruining the vibe, like the natural stuff. I just need straight concrete right now. Graffiti. Dude, some piss. I feel like <laughs> so, bro, so much of New York smells like piss. It is Horrible. insane. Like, dude. Some dude should run for mayor of New York 
just under his was like i promise if i become mayor the piss smell will go away sponsored by febreze (laughs) (laughs) do you remember that movie wait did you ever see this tv show why the last man oh my god oh my god i'm like a huge fucking fan Dude, so I read the comics like way, way back when, around when they first came out. Mm-hmm. Dude, do you remember that scene where like all the male rats in New York die? So like literally that gi- that gigantic wave of like female rats just like pours through the streets. Yeah. And like, dude, I was like in my mind, I was like, dude, that's only half the rats in New York. That is a nightmare, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Actually, didn't even think of that. <laughs> There's so many rats in New York. Every every ten blocks is a new species of rat. Dog, like I've seen, and the rats they get so big too. Like that's the thing I hate the most. Yeah, they're fucking huge. Apparently, rats are cool though. People have them as pets, so you know, like, not really judging you that much. But I don't know. Like, man. Like, I can understand why some people have pet rats. Because, like, oh, if you train them, they become intelligent, blah, blah, blah. I can understand that. Good for you. Just don't, like, bro, I just don't want your pet rat in my house. Yeah. I'm cool with pet rats. I don't want, like, you know. Rat rats. Yeah. Like, they're, like, domesticated. Like, domesticated rats are okay. But, bro, street rats? Nah. Especially a New York rat. Because, bro, those New York rats have seen life. Mm. Like they can't, like bro, you can't even. Like New York rats must have PTSD, dog, bro. And then some. I literally can't imagine what it's like being a rat in New York. You gotta fight like seventeen other rats for the last bit of a sidewalk hot dog. I'm just surprised they haven't like taken up arms. You know what I mean? <laughs> literally. If the New York rat population ever rises up, it's over. It is so game over, bro. Oh my god. You can't, like <clears throat> you just can't, you're fucked. There okay, this is this is a funny it's a secondhand story. But like and then we should probably close the episode up. But so it's uh it's not a mouse story, it's it's not a rat story, it's a mouse story. One of my brother's roommates was cooking, you yeah. know live in baltimore he got a house you know cooking some like stir fry right so he's got this nice big wok all full of stir fry it's you know piping hot he's like chefing it up and all of a sudden this like mouse or it could have been a rat i actually don't remember which hops onto the counter right next to him oh my god without you know like and like without any hesitation the motherfucker grabs this piping hot fucking stir fry pan, lock like cocks it fully back above his head, and just slams the fucking shit. Like boom, 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 multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like, that was his in- you know, most people's instinct would be to run away. This motherfucker just like immediate like terminator mode. Grabs this fucking pan, boom, 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 boom. 
And then the worst fucking part, the dude's got stir fry on the fucking ceiling and the cabinets behind oh, him. And he's got rat guts all over his fucking counter. His oh fucking my God. Bed. Like he really uh, flattened it. It was like the worst reaction you could have possibly had. Dude, just absolutely vibe checks this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's just got to be so fucked up. Dude, like that probably must have looked like a crime scene in there. That's what I'm done. saying. Oh, I feel so bad for that rat, dude. Uh, Bro, he must have like he must have thought they were roommates. He was just popping up on the fucking <laughs> counter like, "Hey, what's good, boss? What are you cooking?" Like, yeah, like let me taste the stir fry. Oh. Bang. Dude, no, that's fucked up. But, have you seen that episode, like the new season of Love, Death, and Robots? Yes. The one, bro, the episode with the rats. It's the best episode. Second best. Bro, episode. when he, like, when he hires that, <laughs> when he, he the machine, he just sees it absolutely tearing them rats up. He's like, nah, that's too. He said, dog, that's too much. That's too much, bro. It was. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was such a violent episode. I loved it, dude. When he literally, bro, when he like just destroys that rat's entire body with a laser gun and just adds his head to the fucking rat body pile, <laughs> bro. Yeah, that's gotta be so fucked up though. Could you imagine just like sitting and you just hear like carnage behind, you know, just going on? No. Like, dude. See, the only reason that robot won is because those were, those were like country rats. New York rats would have taken that man out. Straight up. Hacked him. They would have hacked him. <laughs> they would have hired a net runner. <laughs> Dude. See, um, well, literally, cyberpunk. That whole, that whole like vibe of like human modification and shit. Nah, I couldn't. I couldn't get behind that, bro. Because people were like, but they were literally hacking people's brains, bro. It's crazy. I don't know if we'll ever get there, but I feel like we we could. I feel like that's a real possibility. Way down, bro. Line. Like, like just imagine you're trying to stream some stuff into your YouTube, into like the YouTube app in your brain, and you just get the fucking local single moms in your area want to meet you. Pop up for like dog. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, wow. No, this has been like an hour and 20. We're going to have to like cut a bunch of this. Yeah, we'll, we'll chop it up. But I have one more question for you. <laughs> okay. What? I know I I'm ready. What's the minimum amount of money I would have to pay you to get a face tattoo? Holy shit. Like a wait. Okay, what kind of face tattoo are we talking? Like, can it be like any size or does it have to be like my whole face? No, it's like you just have to get mommy tattooed on your face. Mommy on my face? Yes. What's the minimum amount of money? Oof. Like, what's the lowest you would go to do this? The lowest I would go. You can pick wherever it is, but it's got to be on your face. Oh. Well, how, wait, how much does, does like tattoo removal surgery cost? You can't get it removed. Oh, I can't get it removed. It's there for life. It's there for the life. price just went up. <laughs> <laughs> At least 
$80,000. Yeah, that's fair. That's a high one. That's like seriously a high one. That's such a bad that That's such a bad thing to have on your face. Forever. Bro, like if you go through, like you're trying to like, you go for a job interview Bro. and like the dude you're interviewing now has mommy on his forehead. You could not. I like don't think you could actually pay. Like that would be a lot of money you'd have to pay me to do that. Like 80,000 seems honestly a bit low. Honestly, you're right. At least 200,000. Yeah, dude. That's, that's, that's for life. That's for life. Nah, Bro. man. Like, <sighs> people with face tattoos, like, it's their body. I respect their decisions. But, like, dog, it can never be me. Yeah. I'm not there either. But. Man, we have talked about so many topics this episode. That's what it's about. I had a good time. I had a great time, actually. Hope, hope everybody this, listening this, did. This was a good time for us. We hope it's been a good time for you, too. Hopefully, we will be back with slightly more focused episodes in the future. In the very, very near future, man. We mean it this time. Oh, yeah. Aloha train. I'm on it. Sally's on yes, it. Yes, sir. We hope you hop on the train with us, too. Heck, yeah. And, we, you know, it's been such a great time having this talk about so many other things there's something about pirates i was going to talk about but we'll bring that up in the next episode all right but we just wanted to remind you that if you're feeling high or if you're feeling low you've always got a place to go thank you so much for listening